Realtors fail because of one thing, database management, your database, the people in it and how you nurture it. It, it is literally the value of your business. Every person that is in your database has value and is valuable. But the most important and crucial element is how you separate and categorize those clientele. This video is talking about how you do that effectively and why it's so crucial to know your database. New agents, struggling agents who want to reboot. Are you sick of the confusion? Wondering what to do to get the results you need? Do you have trouble getting listings? Do you want to get to the point of meeting and listing clients weekly? Do you know how to lock in buyers from those listings? Listen, door knocking might work for some people, but man, that's exhausting and really a daunting task. Dialing the phone to call strangers who you don't even know want to talk to you is aggravating. Do you know the conversion rate for those activities on average? That's another daunting stat, let me tell you. Hundreds to thousands to get one or two, maybe, prospects. And it takes a lot of time and energy away from the tasks that actually get you in front of people. People who want to know you. Are you ready to make 2023 your best year ever? Then just do it. Go to 4xformula.com, get started on getting your next listing in the next 28 days. Turn that listing into 40 deals utilizing the concepts taught in the 4x formula. And if nothing else, go there to get the free ebook called the Quick Commission Blueprint. That's gonna help you get started. But if you want the full course of 14 hours of content, 25 video lessons teaching you all the secrets that I employ to earn multiple six figures in any market. And by the way, it's not just me. Tracy, Travis, Tyler, Ruben, all these people and many more are doing it right now. And by the way, you are always welcome to join us every single week on Thursdays to talk about real estate, success tips, tricks, and concepts for free. Right now, the course is still only $297, but in the, in the training, we talk about a lot of the stuff that's in the course, so we get to reinforce those strategies. Go there now, get started, and you're gonna quickly be working with listing clients and buyers, filling up your schedule with meetings to get you to your first $250,000. Get started today, 4xformula.com. Bye for now. Hey everyone, how are you? So glad you chose to join me here. And if you're not aware, I, I wanna quickly let you know that I do free coaching for any real estate professional who wants to join us all over the world. And it doesn't matter where you are. And if you wanna join us and you're a real estate professional who, who wants to make a lot of money and create a self-promoting, self-perpetual, self-funding real estate business, then you're welcome, anytime. No obligation, no selling, no promotions of any kind are going on in these coaching sessions. Just show up. And we just get together every single Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for an hour. And we talk about real estate. And today we're going to let you in on one of our sessions, client management. So please take a moment, if you haven't already, uh, to subscribe. Uh, give us a thumbs up, please. And always, please always leave a comment and tell us where you're from. I'd love to know where you're from. All right, without further ado, let's get right to it. Um, today we're going to talk about some cool stuff, actually. This is good. Thank you, Tyler, for um, kind of bringing that up as something you wanted us to chat about today. Um, and guys, remember, you can always do that. Like if there's something that's just kind of plaguing your mind or or you're kind of 
man, like I, I, I just don't really, I need to know how to do this. And, there, and there's lots of stuff out there. There is right. Like you can, you can just pretty well YouTube anything out there, but um, the way we're able to do it in this is it's kind of interactive too, right? We can talk back and forth. We can answer questions as we go through it. We can kind of collaborate a little bit. Um, someone can offer some ideas. So this is not me standing here as the authoritative, I know it all kind of guy. I'm just offering experience and I'm offering how I've been through the business and I've managed to do a couple thousand deals over my time. And, uh, you know, we, uh, we have a great business and, and, and been through a lot of tough times, right. Been through 2008, been through crazy stuff, uh, got into the business in a downturning market. And, uh, any of you guys that have, that are just coming into the business right now, you're, you're kind of hitting it like I did when I first got into the business. Um, and which was 97, it was kind of like, uh, it was in the middle of a downturn and actually it was in a downturn for about two, two years, two, almost three years before it actually started really kind of kicking in. And, um, so I had to go into a lot of survival stuff just to kind of make it through. And, and, uh, and I had no back door. I didn't have another job. I didn't have any other way, you know, and I had a young family and, you know, I, I had to make it work somehow. And, um, we didn't have another income. Uh, my wife was an at-home mom. Uh, and so I, there was no, you know, there was no, uh, opportunity for failure. There was just no chance for that. That just was not an option. Right. And so, um, I had to kind of fight and scratch my way through it, but through that, when you're in the desperation mode, you know, you're kind of, you probably make mistakes. You probably, you know, do things you shouldn't be doing or whatever. Right. But, um, so that's why I'm here doing this every single week is to kind of help people do things the right way and maybe streamline and get past, um, some, some, some challenges that I had to go through that maybe I shouldn't have had to go through if I had somebody helping me out kind of thing. So that's what this is all about. Um, yeah, before we kick in on this, um, anybody got some stories to tell any, any kind of cool things they've been doing? Tyler, you had an open house with a rental. They have cats. I think it was, it was, it was a mess and they wanted to be there for the open house. And <laughs> I'm just setting the table for you. How'd that go? <laughs> okay. Well, so it got weirder. So on Thursday, I sent the listing realtor a, Hey, when can I grab the keys message? And they said, Oh, you know what? We're going to cancel. So I was like, okay, cool. Like, thank you. I had my weekend booked off for this. I would have booked something else, but you know, that's, that's the life we live. Um, and then a friend of mine, actually another realtor in town got COVID and said, Hey, can you pick up my open house? I said, sure. And so <laughs> Uh, and it's just down the street from me. So I was like, oh, that's great. I know the neighborhood. And uh, and then 15 minutes before I get to the open house, she sends me a screenshot of the instructions for the open house. So, and <laughs> sure enough, another cat, another <laughs> lock it in the bathroom when you get there. And uh, so I got there and this cat was, honest to God, like 45 pounds. It was the biggest cat I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and And the house did have that, we have a cat smell to it. Yeah. So I did like a run around, like spritz clean. The cat was not going anywhere. It was just, you know, <laughs> poured onto the couch. And it, and uh, so they wanted me to lock it in the bathroom. So I phoned the tenant and said, 
do you want me to lock this cat in the bathroom or is that the listing realtor? And they're like, no, don't let, walk, lock the cat in the bathroom. So anyways, they didn't lock the cat in the bathroom, got the place smelling okay um, and had a few people in, which was which was good. But uh, yeah, I, I, I basically switched one cat open house for a better cat open house. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Very cool. Did you lock in one buyer out of that open house? Do you feel like you did? Um, I think so. Yeah. Uh, there was only three groups that came in, mm -hmm. um, but I had a really good conversation with, uh, with one of them. And, and, uh, we actually had some mutual friends in the film industry and in the, in the psychological field. So, um, it worked out really well and we're going to go for coffee next week. So I, I, if that I didn't want him, in, you know, I'll lock one of his friends in maybe. Yeah. That's a win, man. That's a win. Right. Like you're not going to sell them a house tomorrow like that. you know, That's not a failure if you don't sell a house tomorrow. <laughs> right. Like that's the thing about this business. Right. And then they they go into the database and then you go into a nurture and you go into all right. All that kind of stuff. So that's super good. Um, Hina, I haven't seen you for a while. Welcome back. It's been a few weeks. Good Thank to you. see you. Yeah. How are things? <laughs> it's been. uh a challenging couple of weeks so I had to just go through some anyway obstacles yeah. and so I'm back <laughs> okay all right through it mm -hmm. blasted through dealt with what you had to deal with good for you that's awesome good and Rebecca thanks for joining us today the uh, yeah it's kind of cool mm -hmm. to see you um okay well let's kick in guys because we got a lot to talk about today so uh, we're going to talk about is client management. And like, if you Google that right now, like if you go on the internet and you use Google client management, right? What's going to happen is you're going to get 842 things are going to show up and pages and pages and pages and pages. And there's all the people fighting for the front page. And what it is, is their client management programs that are trying to sell their program. And everyone says they're the best program, of course. And they do comparisons and they do all this kind of stuff. So that's all fine and dandy. So I thought, you know, like, you know, we, with our company, we actually have one that's part of the company. And actually there's some people that actually, even though it's included with the company, there's some people that build enormous teams in, in, in our, in our uh, brokerage and, and they actually opt for another program that they think is fantastic. Right. So um, and there's certain people that build their business a certain way, right? Like they build it off of, uh, almost like, um, a client, uh, management program. Like that's, that's the heart of their business, the heartbeat of their whole business. And they use that as a marketing platform and that becomes their business. And then it's all about, um, inside sales agents, locking in buyers, making appointments. And it's just like this almost like corporate kind of structure. Right. And, and that's fine, right? Like every, however somebody chooses to build their business, they build their business. So I thought what I would talk about today is what, what is the purpose of your client management system, right? So start with that. Like what, what, what's it going to be for you? How do you want to build your business? How do you see it happening? Most of us are not thinking corporate, right? Like I'm not, there's a guy in Winnipeg who took our KV core system in his first year in real estate, came from a sales background, saw it for what it was, understood all the semantics of it and all that stuff, which is, there's a lot to understand. Studied up on it. That's all he focused on. He didn't even focus on anything else. 
didn't even focus on on getting good at locking in people, getting good at doing open houses, didn't even, like nothing, just focused on client management program. Hired, this is in his first year. He came from, he had a little bit of money from his last last bit, uh, uh, job and stuff. And basically hired an ISA, an inside sales agent, just a sales guy, okay? So really good ads, really good at that, coming into a program, warm up sequence, phone call from inside sales agent, this guy's booking appointments and this guy's doing deals based on the appointments that are booked from this whole process, okay? Very corporate, did 70 deals his first year, made a bunch of money and now everybody talks to him like he's, he's amazing. He is amazing, that is amazing. But that is not duplicatable. You know what I mean? Like for me to take 10 people and say, hey guys, this is how you build a real estate business. That's a tough one, right? Because there's a lot of skill sets involved there, money involved, investment, there's a lot of things. What can the average realtor do to build their business and build a build a database of loyal clientele? And I look at it like if you picture two different things, right? You picture, um, I kind of look at it like, say you've been in the business five years, okay? And over time you meet people and you go through stuff and all that. The people, if you think about it, bricks, bricks and mortar, okay? If you think about bricks, a guy who, who builds something with bricks, he's got to lay in a nice foundation, it's got to be flat. It's got to be level. You got to prep it, right? You prep everything properly. Then you start laying down your bricks. And before you lay in, you know, you got to put some mortar down, right? And then you got to tap it in there, get it all level. And then you take your next brick, you put it on, you tap it in there and get it all level, scrape off the extra stuff, lock it in, right? That That is a slower process, right? But it's a solid process. That's how you build a real estate business. And that's why it takes a little bit of time, right? It's, you know, you don't compare yourself to the people that are on Facebook and Instagram. And they're talking about doing a bunch of deals in their first 46 seconds as a real estate agent, right? Like this, this don't compare yourself to that because that's, you're just seeing, you're not seeing all the other stuff. You're not seeing the sacrifice or whatever, or the luck. Sometimes people get really lucky. They're still going to have their day of reckoning. Right. There's going to be maybe it's six months down the road, maybe it's two years down the road, but they're going to have that day of wrecking where they're going to have to face themselves and they're going to have to face stuff that they're going to have to blast through to, to get better and build a business in real estate. OK, so don't worry about any of that stuff. Just focus on what you're doing. OK, so anyway, bricks and mortar, right? Building it slowly, but it's solid. Other businesses out there that people build as real estate agents, and this is probably 80 percent of them. OK, it's a pile of bricks. It's just a pile sitting there, right? Some are broken. Some are scattered around the fringes. They're piled up high. If you think about it, if I've got my bricks solid in here and they're mortared in from everything I do, and this we're going to talk about how to do that, then it's harder for people to come over to my little brick area and take one of my bricks, right? It's mortared in. and But I can go over there and go, oh, I need some more bricks. I'll just go grab some, right? Whether that be through marketing, through operating with good intentions, through bumping into people, someone else, one of these bricks refers and says, hey, you need to be over here, right? So, because it's loose, it's just a pile. And, and there's a lot of people that build a business to create a pile of bricks, but they don't do anything to mortar it in and keep it solid. So, that's kind of where, okay, so there's your purpose, 
right? For for building a database, for building um, all that. So one, it's a, first of all, the, the, you know, if you're looking for different kinds of programs or a way to create a system or anything like that, I look at it and go, okay, what's my purpose? Well, first of all, one, it's a place to keep all the info, right? Like it's a place to keep everybody's contact information and maybe some things you need to remember, right? Like, you know, they have three kids, their ages are whatever. Um, they need a place near a school or they homeschool, whatever, like information that you've obtained, right? So a place to, where, where is that? How do you do that? And that's where I start with in the course, I start with the contact card, right? The contact card is just a way to remind yourself where the lead come from, their basic contact information and some notes, buyer, seller, both, whatever. Um, maybe they're just a referral source, right? Maybe they're just, a, right? So you, you're, you're kind of establishing what they are what bucket they're going to go in kind of thing. And then how you're going to, you're going to nurture them from there. And it starts with the contact card. So I start with that on a piece of paper because, because that's just how my mind thinks, but it's, it's how everybody's mind should think, whether, whether it's a contact card or in a computer program, however that is, or in your iPhone, there is a notes section in your iPhone, by the way. Right. Um, and where you can where you can make some notes. So however you do it, you do it. But that's that's first thing, right? A place to keep everything for all the people. So if you want to go back to it, it's a place to go to it. It's all in the same place. It could be an Excel spreadsheet for now, right? So so there there you go. Go ahead, Tyler. <laughs> I just wanted to throw this out there when I heard it because I just found out about this the other day for when it comes to iPhone users, and I don't know about any of the other ones. So I'm, a, I, I'm sorry if you don't use it, but in your contacts. So when you pull someone up, you can add notes to individual contacts. And so when a realtor phones you, you can say, oh, I last saw this realtor at this location. Or when your client phones you, you can say, oh, this client, you know, allergic to bees, likes everything above the second floor. But you can, as soon as they phone you, you can just pull those notes right up with that contact. And I found that really helpful. Hmm. That's cool. That's really cool, actually. I didn't know that. Um, so that's that, right? So place to keep all the info. So we have a place to keep it, maybe some notes just to kind of jog the memory, right? If you don't talk to them for a while. But then the next step of that is, is you want to categorize um, your clients. You need to categorize them. And it sounds like you're, you know, they're not really human beings, but they are. And, and the reason you need to categorize is because you need to figure out where to put your attention. And there's two ways to categorize them in my, in the way I teach and the way I do things. And the first way is, is, and this, and this can happen where they can escalate up to this too. Right. But I want to know, and I talk about this all the time. I want to know who my A pluses are, who are my A pluses, right? Nicole and I have gone through that ourselves, right? Nicole. And she's going through our database right now. And we're making sure we're contacting all our A pluses and just nurturing them, just having a conversation. How are the kids? What's going on? You know, I remember you telling me about this happening. How'd that go? Whatever. It's just a conversation. It's a nurture sequence thing. But these are people that we consider it's worth our time. They get the pie at Christmas time. They get the, you know, the tulips at springtime, you know, for Easter. There's, you know, and usually, honestly, it's not a lot of people. It's not that many. It, an A plus is special. These are people that sing your praises. They are, they're fans of you. They've been wowed. 
you, you, you know, or you have a super good relationship with them. You become very good friends. You even actually maybe do dinner <laughs> once in a while. Right. Um, like that, you know, a pluses and sometimes an a plus can be somebody that's never done business with you, but they send business to you every single chance they get an enormous referral source. So a pluses are special, special, special. We need to make sure that they, they know that. And there's a huge relationship that you sync up with them, your personalities jive, right? Like you, you really like them. They really like you, right? That a lot of times, um, either that, or they just have this huge trust in you, right? Like, and, and they, and just any chance they get, they're like a maven that, you know, that any chance, oh, oh, real estate. Oh yeah. You need to talk to Kelly and Nicole, like they're your maven. Right. And so that that's an A plus. Um, and we have, we usually, um, break it down usually about 50 people in our database. We have a, a bigger, a big database, but it's usually around 50 people every year. Hey, we come to. Um, so anyway, just so you know, and it could be 10 right now, it could be five, it could be one, right? But that's your goal is to increase your amount of A pluses. A pluses are good for about 10 to 12 deals a year. If you've got enough A pluses. Okay. And that's where building your business is super cheap, right? Maybe some dinners, maybe some game nights, maybe, you know, walking the dog together, whatever. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter what it is. It's just an extra effort, an extra intention. So super important. A pluses. A's are people that you just really like doing business with. They're people that you just really enjoyed. You know that if someone did talk to them, they may not be that person that's out about, like outward about it, you know, maybe not super intentional, but you know, like if their mom is going to do some real estate or their kids are going to do some real estate, you know, that they're going to talk to their kids and say, yeah, you know, give our realtor a call. They'll get together with you. They'll meet with you. Don't worry. It's no pressure. They'll just meet with you and you guys can talk it out. And they're that kind of person. They're just talking about you, but it's not like a, they're not like a, a billboard for you. They're just kind of, they would do it with their closest people kind of thing. And you know, they're going to call you again to do business. Now, some of these A's are going to fall off, right? An uncle's going to get licensed, you know? One of their kids will get like, you know, stuff like that will happen, right? Or they'll bump into somebody and they'll get real close with someone in their life group in church. Next thing you know, they're a realtor. They're going to, you know, the, the, this happens at every level, by the way, right? A pluses, A's and B's. And that's okay, right? Um, and that's why I always say to people, this is a little saying I say to people, and this is, and I, and I mean it. It's, you know, if we get to meet with somebody and they say, oh, yeah, it was tough because, you know, we have somebody else who we're pretty close to that's a realtor, but we just really think you guys are great or whatever. Right. And I'll say, you know what, we're just thankful to be able to have the opportunity to meet with you. We know everybody knows three to five realtors, right? That's a fact, right? Everybody knows three to five realtors. And I get to be sitting here with you right now. I'm thankful for that. And, and, you know, um, I don't take that lightly. And, and so I, you know, we want you to know that. Thank you. Right. And, and that, that's, that's super important to acknowledge that, you know? So do that guys. It's okay to kind of be nice about it. Right. Instead of being all businessy. Okay. So anyway, so B and then B's are just people you did some business with, you know, went to fruition. Um, you kind of serve them and, and it's good, but you know, um, they're on with their life now. It went pretty good, but they don't really, really respond to things. Maybe they'll unsubscribe to your newsletter. 
maybe, you know, things like that. Like they're just, they're not super invested in you, right? And, but they could escalate up. If you get another chance to do business with them, right? Um, then maybe they can escalate up into an A. If you get another chance or you bump into them or, you know, something else happens. C's are people that are, your you're a necessary evil. <laughs> you just kind of did something for them. You know what I mean? Like they don't really, you're a, you're a door opener. You're, you're not a valuable asset to them. And as much as we try to be, as much as we do everything, the way we communicate, our language, everything we talk about, as much as we try to instill that into people, there are some people that just are not going to value you like you would hope they would. And it feels yucky. But it's a transactional thing. You did it. Transaction's over. And you can tell, right? I've even had people right after the transaction, we send a, a survey to them. They don't answer that. We put them on our newsletter. They unsubscribe. Right? And we're like, okay, all right, that's a C, right? And it's all good. It's totally fine. Um, and a C also might be leads that have come in through marketing or other ways, right? Where they just kind of pop in and you got a nurture sequence going on. We've got that going on with our KV Core for sure where we have people kind of come into it. They're active. You can see them doing searches. You can see them doing stuff, but don't bug them. They don't want you to bug them, right? And they probably haven't done business with you yet too. That's another part of a of what a C would be, okay? And then there's people, leave me alone, you know, and or, or just jerks. They were, they're horrible jerks. Maybe they sent a complaint in on you, <laughs> whatever. They're deletes. They're the Ds right? They, they're just horrible people. They're never going to be happy, right? You're, you're not responsible for their happiness. They're just the type of people that are just everybody, everybody in the world is against them and they're a victim of it. That there's going to be those people out there and you're going to run into them. If you do enough deals, you're going to run into them. And honestly, don't be afraid to just delete them. You know, sometimes we got to prune the trees. We got to prune the bushes to get more fruit right? We don't want to spend mental energy on them. We don't want to wonder why they don't like you. We don't want to wonder why, oh man, I'm so nice to them. And why aren't they, why don't they like me? Forget it. Trim, do the pruning, right? Because when you prune, it comes back stronger, right? The roots get stronger, fruit gets stronger. So we got to prune sometimes, right? Nicole and I do that every year. We go through our database and we prune it, right? So, um, so that's kind of that categorizing. Does that make sense? Is that all good? Any questions on that at this point? Okay, so I'm going to write on the board for this next step. Hopefully you guys can hear me okay. All right, my blue sticks on. All right, so the next one is we go from... This happens all the time, right? Lead. That's first. They always talk about leads, right? They're not people yet, <laughs> right? They're just leads at this point, right? They're somebody that, however it's come in, whether it's coming through database, whether it's coming through Facebook ad, whether it's coming through um, someone making an inquiry on one of your listings through your website, you know, it's just, it's very surfacey, um, uh, phone call off a sign, whatever but you're able to get a little bit of information from them, right? 
um, coming into an open house, it was good chit chat, right? You get some information, you contact, you start working towards maybe getting together again, just like Tyler did over the weekend, right? Um, so that's a lead. How many opportunities could come out of a lead, right? Lots. Don't squander this, right? Um, you got to answer. You got to you got to answer questions. You got to come up with ideas for them. This is going to be a light bulb. Let's see if I can do it. Okay. You're asking questions, but you're illuminating them on some things maybe they don't know, right? And that you can provide, you can help. That's how you build value, okay? So when you, oh, John's coming in. Awesome. There we go. If we're able to, this is, this is a thing that a lot of people don't understand, is if you can magnify a problem in the sense of, really identifying it, right? Like really identifying it, the challenge or a problem or what's going on in their brain. If you can pinpoint that, if you can get good at understanding that with people and that comes through questioning, that comes through just understanding and experience, right? But over time, if you can get really good at communicating a challenge that's going on in someone's brain that they're not even saying out loud because they don't even understand it, right? But if you get good at communicating that, that is gonna that is that proves value immediately. That gains trust immediately, and this is something a lot of people miss. Okay, so that's that's okay. So you start with lead, then they become a prospect, right? Okay, so we have prospects, right? We're maybe working towards something. They've said they needed something. We've communicated something. They may not be, we'll talk about the other levels later, but the, a prospect is somebody that you're just starting to get a little deeper with now. You maybe got a little bit more information. They've answered some questions. You've communicated some stuff. So now you've moved on to prospect. You've had a good conversation. A lead can dry up pretty quick. If you can't get this to happen, it's going to dry up, right? And they'll just be in the C category. If you've got their contact info, then they go into the newsletter, they go into the follow-up campaigns, whatever, right? Prospect at this point, guys, if you can, after this is contact, okay? So now they're a contact. When you get from prospect to contact, what this is now, you're doing things for them. They're expecting your call. They're hoping you call. They're actually excited when you call or send an email. Or anything right so the 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 relationship is now growing okay they're a contact and and they may not do something right away but they're a contact at this point and now maybe start to be a file right where you're you're doing things and then you're trying to remember what you did right so then you you're either making notes or you're keeping um copies of things that you've done maybe you've gone over the you know the um the, the DORT, right? The Disclosure of repre Representation and Trading Services. You've, you've maybe even done a buyer's agent contract with them, potentially, right? You've booked a time with them to go see their house um, and give them some advice on, on, you know, getting the house ready to sell. Like this is, we're starting to move into doing things, okay? May not happen still, but it's way closer than ever, right? The next thing is, is they become a client, okay? Now this is what we want, right? 
So there's an evolution here. This can happen in three days. It can happen in one day. It, you can get a phone call and go see them the next day and get right to this point. It can happen, right? You may have somebody sends you a referral, right? That's definitely a lead, right? But if that ref you get into a conversation with that referral and they go, yeah, Bob and Mary just said you're amazing, <laughs> right? We're really excited to meet with you and we, we want to get sold. Like we were talking to them the other day and we were going to call a couple other people, but they said, no, I got to call you. And I'm like, we're going to client pretty quick on this, right? They've, the, my, my referral source has done all the work for me to get me through all this, right? Now we just got to reaffirm everything that they believe to be true when we meet with them and just be that for them, right? So getting to client can actually happen really quick. And sometimes it just takes a little bit longer and everybody's different. And this is why, Tyler, you know, this is why we're talking about this today because we want to talk about how do we get people to this level um, through, through all the other things we do throughout our day. So I will get to that. Okay. So client. Um, and then of course, I'm just going to, for the sake of room, I'm trying to write big so you guys can see it. Okay. Can you guys see it all? All right. Can everybody see it? Okay. Okay. Um, so next, what's next guys? Contract, right? Contact to contract. Once you get to contact, you know you're getting the contract at some point. Maybe not be right away because they, they maybe go, ah, oh, life has changed. Something's happened, right? The place we wanted is gone now. We had a private deal going on with family members and then we needed to sell to get that. Well, that's not happening now. So we know we don't need to sell now, right? So, okay. Um, so contract, right? But we'll, you know, so that's listing contract or buyer contract, right? One of the two, some sort of contract, might be both, most likely. And then after that, because it doesn't end there, does it? We do a con, because it otherwise it's transactional, right? We do a contract, it's over, <laughs> right? We're done, right? But we're not done, okay? So after contract, there's things that need to happen because we want to make sure that they become a referral source, right? you're intentional about this super intentional about this and this may not be you know you don't i i interviewed a lady on the podcast says how to get referrals without asking for them right and she talks about that she came up with a lot of really good points in there actually but i will say also it's not horrible to ask people for referrals it's okay right people need to know you're open for business right if you don't really kind of mention it once in a while then they think you don't need it because we do put on these airs of I'm so successful because you want people to believe that you're successful, right? You want people thinking that you're moving and shaking and doing things and you're, you're rocking and rolling, of course. But at the same time, if they think you don't need it, I actually had somebody refer somebody to someone else because he was suffering. He was hurting as an agent. He needed business. He was a horrible agent. Sorry, he was though. <laughs> But that's the reason the guy, he goes, we love you guys. You think you're awesome. But we were just, he just thought we were so successful. We didn't need it. And he gave it to this other, like, I actually think he hurt that other guy. <laughs> right? 
but that's how people think. Oh, I'm going to give you the money or give him the money. It's it's not about, you know, I got to I got to make sure that person has a wow experience. Right? And that guy's not going to get a wow experience. So, I want I want them to have a wow experience. So, I'm going to refer them to you. That's that's how it should be thought through, right? Like that's what should be going on in their brain. Right? I want them to be blown away. I'm blown away. I want them to have that too. That's how that's what we want to get happen. So that's how you get people to refer people to you without asking for it, right? So how do you do that? So then that's the next question. And that's a whole other set of activities and things you can do and think through and be original about and all that kind of stuff. We're not going to talk about that today, but that that's that's huge. But that if you have that intentionality as your client sequence thing goes, right? Referral source. Okay, so referral source, and then of course, of course, we want to return client, right? When someone I sold a house to 11 years ago calls me up and goes, do you remember me? And I go, heck yeah, I remember you. <laughs> and they want to list their house. And I most likely have done a horrible job at, you know, nurturing them or doing things for them or even talking to them, right? I haven't talked to them for 10 years. And they call me up 11 years later. <laughs> that is the best feeling in the world. And uh, so return clients. So, um, and that's that's where you don't have to spend a bunch of money on marketing. You don't have to do a bunch of door knocking. You don't have to do any of that kind of stuff. That all happens in the beginning, right? To get all this stuff to happen, okay? And sometimes you'll get referral sources and even return clients from people that never even did business with you, right? Um, so that's why being turned on all the time as a real estate agent, always on in everything you do, in all parts of your life, and how you affect people in every single way affects things because we're always on. They're watching us, right? Um, okay, so that's those categories. So we've done two different categories, haven't we? Two sets of categories. So we've got the A+, plus, the A+, plus, the A's, the B's, the C's, the D's for delete, right? So that's those categories. And then we've got the, the sequence, lead, prospect, contact, client, contract, referral source, return client. And then it goes around again, right? So what we wanna do now is, sorry, just gonna move that out of the way. Um, what we wanna do now is, is create a streamlined effort for our client sequence. So if you think about a database management program and what you need from it, right? For just client management, forget about all the other stuff, just client management for now, is you wanna be able to categorize, put them in little buckets, know who to concentrate on in certain ways because you only have so much time. Once you get busy, you only have so much time to go back, right? So you want to make sure you're doing that effectively. Um, you want to understand your escalation. And if your database management program can help you with that too, right? So um, that, that'll help you kind of go, okay, so this person over here is uh, just, just a lead for now. Um, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll set it in my calendar on Fridays to call five leads that really aren't going anywhere, but I'll just call them and just touch base, see how they're doing. 
and the, and maybe I'll drum something out of that, right? Five or 10 leads. So you can make, you can create activities based on the categories. Does that make sense? So then you can start to do that. You can program, you can actually program that in a lot of database management programs. You can literally put it in a calendar and it'll pop up on your calendar. Hey, call so-and-so, right? Um, so a little bit of work needs to be done on that stuff, right? Again, client management programs are only as good as the input, right? So it's, it's, it's being intentional about that. So then really streamlining your brain on, okay, what do I need to actually do rather than getting caught up on all the fluff that these programs can provide sometimes. Um, so anyway, yeah. And if they're a prospect and, and a contact, obviously we're trying to get them motivated or excited about something. So we want to make sure we're, we're, we're looking for options for them. So it might be just, Hey, I've got six prospects right now that I think could move into the next level. So I got to put them on my list. Right. And this week, and I got to do stuff for them. So I'll do some searches. I'll maybe send out some emails. I'll maybe make some inquiries. Uh, maybe I'll check some for sale by owners. Maybe I'll do some door knocking in some certain neighborhood because they told me they want to be right in this neighborhood or they want to be in this building or they want to be right. So, or they want to know about these schools or they like all those things come out of your conversations, right? So those to do's are for them specifically for their specific needs, right? And we make sure we do those always, right? We want to be timely on that and keep it hot and keep it going and keep top of mind with it. So that's that. Um, so the streamlined efforts go from, so we got call it client, because we want to be, this is what we want, everybody to be a client, right? There's a lot of trainers out there and stuff that refer to, to leads or whatever, or, or people that you serve as customers. And I don't like that word. The word is, is too transactional for me. I don't like it. They're not customers. It, it takes it away from being a a person or people, the word client actually imposes of certain things. If someone, if, if someone is my client and they're my, you know, if they're my client, then they believe, and, I, and I've, I've gotten to that level in our relationship where they believe that I have value for them, right? That I am somebody that's going to improve their life in some way. If, and, and I'm, I'm the one that they go to for information. So I want them going to me for anything they need, real estate related or even close to it, right? I, if they think they need a handyman, I want them to feel like they can call me to look for a handyman. If they're trying to figure out how to find a doctor, I want them to call me. Honestly, it's a pain in the butt, but I don't care. I, I want them feeling like they, they can call me for just about anything that's in their mind. I, that, they're a, that is a client relationship, Right. And, and I'm valuable to their life. And I want them to feel like they can call me for everything. I want their, my name, my number to be on speed dial for them if I can get there, right? So that's how you got to think about it. That, that's the difference. Is a customer like that, right? Is a customer in that realm? Are they thinking that way? No, they're a C, right? Or maybe even a B, like they just kind of did the deal and it's on with life, right? Now, don't set yourself up for disappointment either. Nicole and I, how many times, right? Have we been invited? Oh, we're going to have you guys over for barbecue. We're going to have you guys over for dinner and stuff. Probably about 10% of the time it actually happens, right? We went over and saw some people the other day 
took a year to get together with him. Our schedules weren't working out, but we ended up having coffee and he made cinnamon buns. He had, makes these special cinnamon buns. So they want to have us over. And we had these cinnamon buns and we just sat and chatted with him for about an hour. Hey, sat in their living room. Very nice people. And, uh, but very rarely does it actually happen. So don't set yourself up for disappointment, but it is awesome when people actually are super intentional about it and you end up getting together and, uh, and that that's, that's an A client, right? So that's what you want. Anyway, client, 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 client. So, um, okay. So first of all, for your program, it's definitely for capture, right? I call it client capture, right? It's a place to put them all in, right? That's your bucket. And then, but if you can have a way to nurture, okay? So just like I say all the time, plant seeds, plant seeds, plant seeds. You can control the plant seed planting, right? You can control that, but you can't control how fast it's going to grow. Like you can't pull on a blade of grass and go, come on, let's go faster, right? Can't do that. But we can, we can plant. We can do lots of seed planting. And that's what we want to do. So... When it comes into our database, now we got to nurture it. We got to water it, right? Fertilize it, whatever. Give it some sun, right? Give it some smiles. Give it some emojis. No, the so you want to keep kind of keep in contact or or try and figure out ways to give some value, right? Maybe it's market reports. Maybe it's some recipes in your newsletters. Maybe whatever, whatever is your personality, right? So there's those touch base things. There's the phone calls. There's the the ambient text once in a while, right? Put it in your calendar. I'm going to text seven clients today. And you're just going to say, hey, Bob, I know it's been a while since we've chatted. Your number popped up on my phone. And I thought I'd just say hi and see how you're doing. I hope things are going great with you and Linda. That's it. No agenda. You don't need to get back to me. Love to chat with you if you want to chat, but no obligation. Just wanted to say hi. That's it. Does that put you top of mind? Does that nurture? It absolutely does. Okay, guys. Uh, so nurture. Then you want to. Then you want to get into service. Okay. So serve, right? And attract, attain, serve, retain. The four pillars of real estate, right? That's what we teach. Attract, attain. You got to get good at those two things. Serve really well, and then retain, right? So that's what we're talking about today. This, and. If you get super, super, super good at serve and retain, you don't need to even put any effort or time or money or anything into attract and attain, right? People call you up, you're just meeting, meeting them to figure out how to serve them, right? And then you retain them so that it gets easier, but you got to get through that, okay? So service, what are your levels of service? What are your standards, right? What makes you better than someone else or what, what kind of things do you do? over and above, right? Schedule A, you should have a schedule A for buyers and sellers, a really good schedule A, a nice looking one, right? Um, and then live up to it and then reinforce it, be accountable to it. But the other part of service is, hey, is there anything I could do for you right now? Right, you, we were talking about some stuff about three months ago and I know that didn't quite work out. How are things now? Where are you at now? right? Is there something we can do? Um, if not, that's okay. Just so I check in. I do that all the time. Okay. So there's the serve part. Where am I here? And so you want to 
you know, you can have reminders for all of these things in your, in your CRM program, whatever, in your calendar, however you do it. Right. So right now I'm not telling you which program to use or anything like that. I'm just saying, these are the things you want to be able to, to know how to do and keep yourself on task to do right. Uh, service. And then, um, so then you get into representation. That is a huge word. Okay. Representation. And you represent well. You protect your people, right? You take care of them. You, you know, now, now we're getting into, you know, writing contracts properly, right? Doing follow-up on things, going to the, going to the city, do going above and beyond, right? When you show up with, when you show up to do a listing, you've already checked out stuff at the city. You already know everything to do with the zoning. You already know the size of the site plan, right? You know all this stuff already. You know about the sales in the neighborhood. You know everything already, okay? That's representation, okay? And then after that, and then you, you take them to the finish line. You make it good. You create a wow as through all of this. There has to be wow experiences going on every step of the way, right? How do you stand out? How are you different? What makes you special? What makes them feel special, right? There's some people that will aggravate the heck out of you guys. Because <laughs> you know what? There's, well, there's the basic four personality types that we all know about. You guys should know about personality types, by the way. Check them out. Because then you need to, then you can check out and see what, you are and how you relate in some of your tendencies, right? If you understand that, that's good. Then you catch yourself on things, but you can also understand other people, right? And when you get good at that, then you can kind of understand, oh, okay, this guy is a detail guy, right? This guy needs details. That's his wow. That's his wow. And he wants details. So graphs and stats and all this stuff, that's what you bring to the meeting for that guy. Right. And then he's going to wow. The other agent may not catch that. Right. And that's how you're going to win against, against a, a big top dog billboard agent. Right. Because you understood this guy is a stat guy. Right. And if they meet up with a stat person and they're not a stat person, they're more of a blue sky, big, you know, kind of thinker. Where do I sign kind of person? maybe even an orange, right? Bigger personality type person. Then you got to get through it. You got to be, you got to be energetic now. You got to bring energy to it because that you got to meet their energy. If you don't meet their energy and you drag them down, you're not, you're not working with them, right? So sometimes we have to be a little bit of a chameleon in the sense of tapping into other parts of ourselves to kind of, be who we need to be for other people sometimes. And that's not being fake. That's not, you know, still be yourself. But every once in a while, we got to step on the gas. We got to amp it up a little bit. Sometimes we got to tone it down, right? Sometimes we got to talk a little slower. Sometimes we have to explain something three times, right? To, to the same person, three different ways until you see their eyes stop from being glazed over to going, oh, okay, I get it, right? 
there's people that will hang on one word you said one word and then their brain goes you know on a little trip for a little while right <laughs> and then they're gone and then you got to say it again get them back right but you got to understand that stuff you got to watch people right and so that's kind of where where um that's part of representation that's part of serving well that's part of you know even client nurture sometimes right when you're meeting with people so super important stuff guys i'm probably getting too deep into the woods on this stuff but you know like especially older people who already think you're a salesman right like there's some people are still stuck in that old mentality of who we are and if you and you you know that's their fear well well then don't be that to them right just sometimes ask a question and then shut up and let them talk let them talk and just talk and talk and talk and talk. And you nod and smile, nod and smile. You may not say one thing that has any kind of, like, it's not even cool. Like you didn't say anything great. You didn't, no, no, no cool little speech came out of you, whatever. But you shut up and listen the whole time. They will pick you because of that sometimes. So anyway, I'm going too deep into the woods. But the next thing is, because out of all that, we always want client regeneration, right? So it comes again and it comes again, right? Client regeneration. We're always looking for that. We're always looking for ways to make that happen. That is the most efficient, cheapest business to run, right? Maximize all of your business off every little bit of business you do, right? So when you have the client regeneration, th this is basically the 4X formula, right guys? Like basically in every single thing you do, you're looking to multiply, right? So you're multiplying efforts out of every single person you meet, out of every two hour open house you're doing, you're multiplying the potential to meet more people out of those efforts that you're already doing. There's people that teach cold calling and door knocking and all this kind of stuff. That is not a multiplication. Okay. That is there. You need to knock on a thousand doors to get two leads that might do business with you. Right. But if you're knocking on a door saying, Hey, my name's Kelly. I just listed a property down the road with Bob and Joe <laughs> first names. And I just wanted to invite you. I'm doing an open house on Saturday from two to four, but you know what? I'm doing a thing for the neighborhood, like just to invite the neighbors from one to two. And I'm going to have some kind of some food and stuff. And I'd love to meet you. That way you can come see the house. And, and then, <clears throat> and then when the public starts coming, we can kind of be done, but that gives you an opportunity to see it. It's a really nice house. And uh, maybe, Hey, you might know somebody who wants to move to the neighborhood and you get to pick your neighbor. You know, just wanted to tell you about it. Just telling a few of the neighbors around the area here. You're always invited anyway. So just want to let you know. And if you can't make it by one and you come at two and other people are there, it's all good. No problem. Right. Is that intimidating? Am I being a salesman? They're going to look at me and go, oh, my gosh, this guy does a little bit more than the last guy did. Did my realtor run around telling the neighborhood when we were trying to sell last time? Right. Oh, my gosh. Look, he's got 12. It looks like an event. Is, is a circus happening down the road? Right. Like that's what you want them thinking because what's going to happen when they go to list their property, who are they going to think about? And they're going to get it just listed and they're going to get it just sold after it sells. 
right? And then they're going to get a market report because they met you at the open house and they gave you know they they gave you your their email address, right? Multiplying your efforts from the one thing that one listing is like that one listing is a storefront to get more business. You want four deals off each listing, four deals off each listing, and if you can get a couple future ones on top of that, where people remember you in some way, even better, right? So regeneration. Regeneration, multiplication, right? We want to sell that house, right? Or sell those people a house is fine too. We want to sell that person a house and we want two buyers. That's our goal. That in a nutshell is the 4X formula right there, okay? But if you're thinking that way, it doesn't always work, guys. Right? It's not going to happen every single time. It's not a perfect formula, but it can be if your intention is there and you do all the things to make that happen, but take that formula and kind of go, okay, how do I make that formula work? What do I do this time? You know, this listing is a condo. This isn't a townhome. This listing is commercial. This listing is, you know, what this is a different type of listing. So how can I make that happen with this different type of listing? All right? It's a rental property. Who am I going to attract? What kind of buyer would buy a rental property? What kind of buyer is going to buy a $2 million house? What kind of buyer, how do I attract more of those buyers, right? What kind of buyer buys a $650,000 townhome? Who is that buyer? How do I speak to them? Where do they eat? What's important to them? What fears do they have? What challenges do they have? So you start to think about those things and then that's how you attract more business. Um, yeah, and then return business. Okay, so, okay, so does that help? I know... This might not have been what you thought we would talk about today, Tyler, but I wanted to <clears throat> I wanted to talk about the reason that we do it first, right? What's in behind all of that? And then out of that, then comes the activities, right? So, okay, so let's talk about the activities. Okay, so start with day-to-day, -day, okay? So now you know who your clients are, you know the sequence. Excuse me. You understand the the um uh like where 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 the client's at in the process, right? Whether it be you know lead, um, prospect contact, like right, you're working through it, right? So then that in itself should give you things to do, right? <clears throat> so you start to look at your database. You look who's on your list at the moment. I think a list should be in front of you all the time, whether you, you know, you type out a Word document every single day or whatever, and you have it kind of in your little book or you fold up in your pocket, whatever, with the contact information of the people you're working with right now. That way, if you're out and about, you've always got the info or you've put it down somewhere or you put... You put reminders in your calendar with the phone number in there so you can just hit it, however you do it. Um, but start with, I, this, this has worked really well for me over the years. Um, and it's, an, it's, a, it's just kind of a neat thing to do. So you may have your appointments set up for the day or you may have a few activities that you're doing for the day. You might be you know, going to film a YouTube video and then editing, you know, and you have those all blocked off. But then you wanna have the, I call it the critical six. 
okay? The critical six are the six things you've got to do today if you died tomorrow, <laughs> right? <laughs> and that's, you know, the appointments are already set. They don't count, <clears throat> okay? <clears throat> things that you need to do to move the ball down the field and 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 take and move and like help some of these people move a little further down the field whether it is the critical six what are the six things i got to do six phone calls six emails six searches with with emails in there um whatever it is right the the six things i got to do so if you make that list the night before based on all the other categorizations and all the other kind of stuff, reminders, all that kind of stuff that you put in, what are the six things you got to do, right? After that, there's a few, you may have some other items that you want to try and get done if, if time allows, right? Or whatever, or you have time blocking of certain things, that's fine. But the critical six, six is non-negotiable. This is happening no matter what, okay? So they're pretty critical things, you know, you got to do. Um, and you and you want to remember to do. Sometimes that happens, right? We get phone calls that throw us off, or we have something happen. But no matter what, before we end our day, these six things are done. So critical six—that's a good one. <clears throat> and part of that comes out of, you know, what your hot leads are. So who's your hot leads? And this is the thing, guys. You know, if you want to do, call it two deals a month right? You got to have 10 buyers and you got to have 10 sellers. Okay. That are, that are on your list that are all at different stages of development. Okay. It sounds like a lot, doesn't it? But that needs to be happening all the time. So until you have this happening consistently, consistently, constantly. And what will end up happening is, is deals will start to pile on each other, right? So it may not happen within the first 30 to 60 days, but that next 30 to 60 days is you developing as many leads and, and names and numbers and emails and however, like however you got to do that, however, whatever it takes to get that to happen so that you, you end up having some people that are in the contact right? These are contacts at this point. Okay. They've kind of gone past prospect. They might be still kind of on the verge, but they're in there. Right. So prospect contact is 10 of each and you will do two to five deals a month, but that should be happening all the time. So we have a go get it board, right? Listing addresses that we've written down of people who said they want to list. We've probably had meetings with them. We've had discussions about things um but they're in various stages of of coming to fruition and then the got it board which is how many listings we got that month so we we have the go get it board i gotta have a minimum of of probably 10 to 15 on there all the time for us that's how we operate that's how i'm always thinking all the time i want to be adding to the go get it board because i know eventually they'll go to the get it area got it area right that's kind of how we how we operate. And then out of that, we work with buyers all the time. So we have buyers that we're working with all the time, they're on the list. There are people I'm kind of going, I'm, I'm going, okay, Jim and Judy. Okay. Uh, so I just look at them. I go, okay, what, what do I need to do for them today? Have I done everything I can? Okay. I sent them stuff yesterday. I'll follow up with them and just see if they looked at it. That'll be my, that'll be my thing for Jim and Judy today. Right. 
That's it. I give, I make a phone call or I'll do another email or I'll do another check on the hot sheets. Did something new pop up? Like, okay, now I'm done for Jim and Judy. Next, right? Bob and Marianne. Okay, well, Bob and Marianne, right. Okay, they wanted me to do blah, 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 right? And you just go down the list. And if you have that going on, you're going to be busy, right? And then, and then the next thing you know, you're booking showings and you're booking meetings and you're booking times to list the property and you're scheduling the photographers and you're like, you're busy with all the other busyness of stuff, but this stuff is non-negotiable. You got to do this stuff. This is part of your critical six. Okay. So, um, so there's that, does that make sense? Cause there's that, then we go, then we go to the soons, right? <clears throat> this is the other way you get this to happen. Okay. The soons and the futures. <laughs> A lot of agents screw this up. <laughs> they do. They screw it up, guys. They forget about them. <laughs> if they're not doing something immediately, they think it's a dead lead. It's not a dead lead. They All they need is a phone call. Right? These future people, like I had some people I was out showing uh, commercial properties to or running around all over the place. I was talking about financing, trying to set people up with them. In the meantime, we're looking at stuff because I wanted to get them excited about some stuff, right? We're looking at four to $8 million industrial space. I'm pretty excited. So we're doing this. And then he says, yeah, you know what? Um, my accountant still hasn't finished all. And it's right in the beginning of the year. Of course, this happens every year. I forget. I forgot about this. Every single year, the accountant needs to prepare the year end. <clears throat> Banks aren't going to lend until that year end information is dealt with that business person right so they can't do a thing until that is done right and so i'm like okay so we, we put pause on stuff and said well let's wait for the accountant to get all that in let's get it all organized get everything over the bank see where we're at with things and then we'll start to move again in the meantime like today i was looking at some stuff i had an email pop in <coughs> i downloaded the package and i'm gonna as soon as i'm done this i'm gonna send it over to him and say hey just keeping you updated on stuff that's up there out there right now Right. And I'm going to send that out to him because I know I can't do anything for them for another probably month. But in the meantime, I'm staying top of mind because I don't want them all of a sudden going because this happens with people while you're waiting for something to happen. And you're kind of going, well, they'll call me when it's ready. Right. As soon as you do that, what will happen is they'll bump into something. They'll be driving down the road. They'll pull in somewhere. They'll call a number off a sign. Next thing you know, you call them up and go, yeah, I thought you're going to have that done in about two months. They go, oh, yeah, no, we ended up doing a deal yesterday, <laughs> right? <laughs> so it's important to stay top of mind and keep looking every once in a while, even though, and I, and I do that. I don't want them thinking that I'm pressuring them at all. I never want them thinking that. No pressure, just wanted to keep you updated. Just doing a check-in. How are things going with blah, 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 right? Is there anything I can help you with on that? Right. And, uh, and that's it. Like just check in stuff. So soon in futures, just put in your calendar at certain period, periodic times. And I keep them kind of on the list, even though they may not be doing something right away. I kind of keep them on the list anyway, because I'll just go down the list and I'll go, Oh yeah, I should maybe, yeah, it's probably about time to do something for them now. Right. And then you, and then you do it. So that's kind of how I operate, how you program that in perfectly in a system so it automatically does all these things 
it's tough guys, right? We're in a bit of a brain business, right? We're, we're in a people business. There's lots of different things going on. Oh, we're over time here. Um, okay. Sorry. Hang on. And then there's the nevers, right? There are the nevers. There's the uni people looking for unicorns, right? That's okay. They may, they may like your service. They may refer people to you. It's okay to do something for them once in a while, check in on them. But honestly, don't put a lot of time and effort into it. Like understand when it's a unicorn quicker. And that becomes a skill in the long run. <laughs> but you start to understand, oh my gosh, this is impossible. But you know what? Your ability to communicate that to them, you know, what you're looking for does not exist. But here's what does exist. Where are you willing to compromise? Right? And you have that conversation with them and try and do that in a gentle way. Keep notes, set reminders, do the work. Another thing to do with these people when you start to get a little deeper with them, friend them on Facebook, look for them, think about doing that, put that on your list as a thing to do, right? Connect with them on Facebook, connect with them on Instagram or whatever, and, um, and then get them to follow your page. Ask them to follow your page. And then when you're doing things, tell them and they get to know when you're doing YouTube videos, when you're doing different things, right? So they start to communicate with them that way. People actually, when you, when they start following you on um, Facebook or Instagram and stuff like that, and they see what you're doing, um, you don't have to do anything. They're watching you. You don't even know it. Next thing you know, you get a DM coming in. Hey, we're thinking about doing something. It's the most beautiful thing in the world. That is a client nurture thing that you, you, you're just, is the most efficient thing in the world. And, and as long as you be you, you're not talking about polarizing issues in the world. You're not trying to repel some people and attract other people. Like you're just trying to be, just keep it, keep it level. Right. Uh, and, uh, and you'll be good. Okay, guys, I think I'm out of time. I tried to go as fast as I could. Anybody have anything to bring up, talk about Did I, did I, did I achieve what you wanted to achieve today? Awesome. Thanks for joining us guys. I'll let you go, go out there and make a great day. Kick ass this week, and we'll see you next week. Hey, I hope you enjoyed that session. If you made it to the end, then I know that you are someone who is hungry to succeed. You're hungry for information. And I would venture to guess that you're an action taker. And if that's you, go to forexformula.com right now. Go there right now. Get started on our program to help you level up and get listings fast. Like I literally teach people how to multiply their efforts and literally turn that first listing, which you can get in the first 28 days once you're taking the course and, and apply the steps. And, and then you can churn that one listing into over 40 deals, your next 40 deals. Would an extra 40 deals make a difference in your life? All right, well, let's make it happen. 297 right now. Who knows what the price might be? But right now, at this moment that I'm recording this video, it's 297 bucks to learn how to do that. And there's 25 videos, over 14 hours of content, uh, of over 20 tools that you can download and use and implement into your business. It's all there for you for 297 bucks. And don't forget, if you, if you haven't uh, already, hit the link below and sign up for our free coaching every single Thursday. All right, I hope, I, I hope to meet you soon. Give me a thumbs up and a comment. Tell me where you're from and subscribe so you can get notified when I drop new videos. All right, go out there and take care and make a great day.